Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Hi, I'm Jody Mullen. Welcome to Freakishly Well-Behaved Kids. This series of podcasts is dedicated to helping parents and other people who are connected with children help children behave and be their best. I'm in a unique position to share this with you because I've been a child counselor and play therapist for over 25 years. I'm also a mom, and so is my special guest today. So I think that you'll really see how that plays a part in the way that we parent our kids and think about our parenting. I learned many lessons from my child clients and my own children. This informed my parenting, as well as the parent coaching and consulting that I do as part of my clinical practice. I recognized in working with thousands of children and parents that there are some simple principles for parenting. I'll cover more than 20 principles for blissful parenting so you too can have freakishly well-behaved kids. These principles are simple and life-altering. Altering? <laughs> Excuse me on that one. They will change and enhance the relationships you have with children, how children behave, and how you feel about yourself around children. And for those of you who are parents, improve your overall parenting esteem. In this podcast, I will talk about a specific principle or a lesson and how you can apply it. There will be special guests, and we have one today, that will further our conversations about parenting and children. You'll want to check out my new book, Raising Freakishly Well-Behaved Kids. That was really inspired by the lessons that I learned from this podcast in and of itself. You can check out my website at www.integrativecounseling.us and follow me on social media. Um, you can find resources and web courses for parents and professionals on my website as well. Sometimes people ask about that. So let me tell you about today's guest, uh, who is definitely a very special guest. My guest today is uh, Kristen Melcher, and Kristen is also a counselor and a play therapist and a mom. And um, you can read more about Kristen in the bio that's connected to this particular podcast. But Kristen is going to talk with us and we're going to ask her some questions about what it's like to be a new mom, but not just a regular old ordinary new mom. <laughs> a new mom is also a working mom. And um, what are some of the challenges that come with that? Uh, it's hard enough to be a new parent, uh, but when you're a new parent who also uh, returns to work or starts work, what are some of the things that um, come up there so that you can still be the best parent that you uh, possibly can be, even with the challenge of managing uh, both a work life and a parent life. So welcome, Kristen. Thank you. I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> Happy to be here. Okay. So um, let me get started with this. Um, what do you think is one of the most important things that working new working moms could know that will help them prepare them to go back to work. I remember a lot of my friends, I went right back to work um, after I had my uh, daughter, who's my oldest. And I, um, and I was one of the first one of my friends to have a child. And I remember a lot of my friends in the year or two after when they started having uh, their children would say like, okay, how, like, how did you go back to work? <laughs> you know, I want to go back to work, but I don't know how. So I'm wondering what would be some of the tips that you would give people um, about returning to work? 
Um, great question. Oh, <laughs> um, so I went back to work um, after being on maternity leave at 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember probably two weeks before going back to work thinking, she's so little. <laughs> How can I do this? She needs me. Mm -hmm. And um, my husband also saying to me, can't you go back at like 20 weeks? She needs you. <laughs> um, so it was just really tough. And I guess I want to say for new moms that um, it's as hard as you think it's going to be. Yeah. I don't know how uplifting or hopeful that sounds. <laughs> um, but I remember being home thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to break my heart to hand her off. Um, I mean, I'm very, very grateful that my mother-in-law cares for her while I'm at work. So, right. you know, I have a caregiver during the day that I trust and love, and it's wonderful that she can be with her grandparents. But that handoff, that first day back to work, oh, I was crying hard and my baby was looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Because right, she was right. fine. <laughs> right. um, so some of the things that helped me prepare mm -hmm. for this difficult first day and like, um, it got easier really on day two, okay. but that first day was the hardest. Um, it did some silly yet to me was very helpful things such as like meal prepping, uh -huh. um, uh, the day before going back to work or the night before, I guess I was making, I don't know, the egg McMuffins and setting <laughs> my breakfast up for the week. I was making sure I had easy grabbable, um, healthy snacks and lunches and pre-made salads. So I knew when I made my lunch in the morning, because mornings were brand new now, now right, I'm getting right, ready right. for two people. Um, so that was just a way for, I think my anxiety and just, um, ability to feel prepared was helpful. Mm -hmm. So meal yeah. prepping and making sure like I chose my outfit like the first yeah. day of school. <laughs> yeah, like laying out your clothes the night before. Yeah. But I, actually, I, these are such, you know, it's funny because I wouldn't have said this if somebody asked me the same question, but I love that you're sharing this because it's so practical. And I think, um, you know, when I'm reflecting on what you're saying, it really grounds us. Like if you're mm. mourning, if you're feeling stressed about leaving your child, and I don't care if this is the first time or the you know, 50th time where you're saying, you know, that, that you have to do this is that if you're, um, if everything else is in place you, and you don't have to worry about what you're having for breakfast, what you're bringing for lunch, what, you know, um, uh, what you're wearing, then it, yeah. it's make that whole morning go a lot smoother. And, um, then you're in some ways putting up a shield against the extra anxiety that would come with any of that not working out. Yes. I agree. I think it was just my way of, okay, I have my clothes picked out. I have her clothes picked out. I have the <laughs> diaper bag packed with extra clothes, yeah. even though that's so silly. She has plenty of extra clothes at Nana's house. I don't know right. that, but it makes me feel better. Yes. <laughs> so all of that um, definitely worked for you. And, and I actually, you know, when you started off and you said it is going to be hard um, and, and, as hard as you think it's going to be. I think that's an important thing for parents to hear too, who are returning to work after parental leave or even um, a shorter, you know, shorter time off or a different kind of time off is that this is, and so this isn't just really for moms, is that returning to work after any kind of leave when you have a new one, new one is really difficult. And, you know, one of the things that 
um, stuck out to me too. And I, I'm guessing this um, probably was part of your experience and is experience of um, many of our listeners who work with children as part of their job or career is that there's this other thing that pops up is I'm going to spend my day with other people's children and leave my child with Nana or at the daycare or, you know, um, so I, I think that there's a complexity there too that sometimes happens when you're working with other people's children. Yes, I agree. I think that um, I, I would also say as a mental health counselor and someone that works with children and has helped parents for years now, and now I'm a parent going, am I doing what I suggest to people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope I am. Right. Um, and, you know, sometimes I have appropriate self-disclosure of, I know it's hard and, um, you know, I was up all night with the baby and I'm tired too. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to say it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I've definitely said to some of my um, mom and dad clients who are struggling with the sleep schedule thing is that, oh uh, yeah, it's that feeling where you're so tired. You can't even put a sentence together, you know? So, which I think yes. can be really helpful um, in the kind of work that, that we do, but you know, also other uh, folks who are listening who work with uh, children and parents to just communicate that, you know, one of the things that you learn from this experience is how difficult and um, just taxing the job of parenting is even when um, they're very, you know, especially when they're very little. Yes. So but then there was, okay. oh, sorry. Nope, you can go ahead. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> I was just going to say, but then there was this secondary piece of oh, I can be around other adults and have adult <laughs> conversations and I miss her so much, but I need to get back to work because there's a whole part of my brain that I haven't really used in three months. Yeah. And I that think that I it, appreciate and want to use. Right. And I think that that, um, when, you know, I was telling you about that, a lot of my um, friends, you know, asked like, how did you go back to work? Um, I think that um, my work is really important to me. So that was how I went back to work, but also just um, being able to appreciate um, those conversations and that other part of your brain and that other part of who you are. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things that we would never want just one element of our life to define us. And that even includes maybe our roles as parents is that that's part of who we are, but it's not all of who we are. And I, and I, I always felt that um, I was a better parent because to me personally, and I do think this is a very personal and individualized thing, I felt that I was a better parent personally um, because I did go back to work because it just, when I came home from work, it just made me so appreciate um, my children and my time with them. And, um, you know, I didn't take that for granted. Right. So was it going, was going back to work full time what you expected? Um, I think, yes. Uh, for the most part, like I said, I did, I expected it to be hard and it was, it was difficult and challenging. And then I was grateful that within just a couple of days, um, it became a routine. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. My body and my brain know how to go to work. I know how to do this. Um, you know, I'm, I've only been a mom for three months and so I'm working on that, but at least I feel really competent about my career. Mm -hmm. So I've got that going on. So, you know, it felt like I can do this, but it well, took a little bit. 
And actually that sounds like it was really an important piece because I do think that one of the things that we experience as parents as our children go through all different developmental phases is that we're incompetent <laughs> at being parents, you know, is that that's one of the things that parenting really brings out um, in us is that like, we're not perfect. And so, and that gets at your, it gets at your parenting esteem, so to speak, but it also gets at your overall um, sense of self-esteem. And so being able to go somewhere where you, you know, and have other opportunities in your life where you do feel confident um, and you do feel like you know what you're doing, I, you know, that's definitely going to be something that um, contributes to your overall you know, outlook and, you know, uh, the way that you're living in the world. And so I, I guess that's like another thing that to me, um, I would, I, again, me personally feel better around my kids because I feel good about what I do. Right. Yeah. So having that was also, that was one of the things that also came to you. It sounds like pretty quickly within a week of being back to work. Yeah. I have to like going back to work. It definitely like, ebbed and flowed I think like at first it was oh my gosh I can't do this and then it was you're doing it and then it would be days like if there was a long weekend so then it was a Monday holiday and I got to spend extra time with her or then she had a first then she you know because it's in that three four months then she showed us she knows how to smile and then I have to go to work tomorrow no I can't do that so then it kind of went back and forth back and forth yeah and I think that there is that push-pull because you you are going to miss some moments you know some of them are going to be monumental like maybe the first time they take a step or the first time they use the potty or something like that but there's um I think that's where um balance and support are going to play play such an important role in that like this is really um a bittersweet kind of relationship is that you will miss things um you know and that doesn't mean you wouldn't miss them if you didn't go back to work too i think like that's the other thing so i so um so there's that part of it but then there's also that how much you appreciate being around your child and when you get to um, have those experiences with with him or her. So um, there there is there are those benefits. I feel like the way that I'm just sharing as we're having this conversation is it, it's hard for me to think of. Um, and again, this is solely from my perspective. What I know it was hard, but um, it's hard for me to think of what are some of the drawbacks of being a working, of returning to work. What they would have even been are. Can, are, because you're that you're new to this right <laughs> mom thing are 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 you more aware perhaps of what some of the drawbacks are um I think one of the drawbacks of going to work are feeling so tired yeah. or is feeling so tired um you know I think I had a good rhythm in the beginning and then there's days you know even in the last couple of weeks that I'm what do I how can I balance it all? Right. So um, I'm going to work and I'm, you know, taking care of the baby and my husband's helping, of course, and we're a team. And then there's, oh my gosh, look at that laundry pile. Yeah. I don't have time for responsibilities um, and time for work and time for the baby and time to be a wife. Like the, the balance is yeah. tough. So not that it's a full drawback, but it's something where, you know, if I was working part-time instead of full-time, mm-hmm maybe it would feel different, but I'm, I'm working full time. So it's, um, 
in a way you had mentioned um, supports. And mm -hmm. so when I think of when I get in that space and I'm certain it was just a couple weeks ago, I looked at my husband and said, I, I just think some days I feel like I'm either going to cry or yell, but the tears aren't coming. Like, <laughs> yep, me too. Um, so um, I laughed just um, I think two weekends ago. I said to my best friend, I said, you know that, that saying about like the tribe or something? And she's like, a village? I said, yes, it takes a village. <laughs> and I couldn't come up with the word and she helped me. And I was like, you are, you are one of my village people. And we just <laughs> laughed about it. But I really feel like it's so important. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I have close friends very nearby that care for my daughter, just like, you know, we do where mm -hmm. I say we need to go out to lunch and we just need a break for an hour and a half. Um, you know, just like, uh, my in-laws are close by, like there's people around when I'm feeling like I just need to do a load of laundry and I just need a break, which mm -hmm. is where I can do that breathing yeah. and that self-care piece. Yeah. I, um, I, we, when my kids were little, um, we had like a group of friends, um, that didn't really have family around. Um, we used to just call ourselves the mom squad and the mom squad would sweep in when, you know, when your kid was sick and you needed someone to run to the pharmacy and pick up the medication or, um, you know, when, um, and, and make meals for the rest of the family. Like, so I just think creating, being able to create your own, your own support system. And this is huge. Not being, not being afraid to ask for help. Like we all, yeah, um, I think there really is this, um, illusion that people do this job of parenting perfectly. And that just isn't true. And so, um, being able to ask for help becomes, you know, part of demonstrating that you're flawed at parenting mm -hmm. like everybody else. And I think also, I'm just in terms of raising your children, it also lets your children know um, because they see it from when they're, you know, very, very young, they see that um, their parents are flawed and that's a good thing for kids to see. And they yes. also see that you know how to ask for help and are willing to do that. And then you know, so they actually, you teach them how to create their own support system and you don't even have to do it directly. Right. We're modeling and modeling that for the, her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so what have been some of the perks in returning uh, to work? Um, I just love my job. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but I mean, I wouldn't have said that when I first went back. Okay. But as I think of now, and I've been back for almost six months, mm -hmm. um, I think the perks are, I, I come from a different perspective now. Yeah. You know, helping, uh, working with children or helping parents. Um, and I don't have to say, oh, what I do is this. That's not anything like I need to say as a counselor. Mm -hmm. um, but just, um, I think to observe their the um the family's experience but then kind of tuck my own experience in the back of my head um yeah. oh, okay maybe I wouldn't have done it that way or I would have done it this way you know just I think I come from um a different perspective I have a different sense of empathy now yeah um, but then I also think because I work in the mental health field um things like trauma or difficult reasons why I have 
clients that I do uh-huh. are very different now that I'm a mom. Yeah. So it's just impacted me differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I just think it's a, just a different sense of empathy that I have. Yeah. So you said um, that you wouldn't have said those were your um, perks in the first couple of weeks you were back. Well, um, did you have trouble seeing the perks the first couple of weeks back? Yes. Okay. Um, it just felt like I needed to um, grow through the motions ah. like going back to work. This is what I have to do. My time is up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just had to kind of do some self-talk and um, I didn't quite see it as a great positive just because I, I worked wonderfully like worked hard to build a nice wonderful bond with her mm-hmm. that I almost wondered if um be, being gone 40 hours a week would harm that um yes. or impact that negatively I guess I don't know if harm is the right word but okay. so um would it be fair to say like that you did get that um stereotypical mom guilt in returning to work Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps I feel guilty admitting my mom, mom guilt. <laughs> yes, I think it's real. I think I, you know, I get it even a little bit when I'm tired. It's been a long day. I couldn't get, I couldn't pick her up the time I wanted to pick her up. And it's yeah. the night we're supposed to do a bath and my husband and I look at each other and I don't have a bath night in me to you and I'm like nope we can't do it and then I'm like oh my gosh I'm not giving her a bath but it's okay right. yeah yeah I, I I distinctly um you know remember that experience as well as just being like I can't this is my choice to go back to work like and and again like financially for my family I guess it really wasn't a choice but um, right but it still felt like a choice and um that that was really hard because and I don't think um, certainly nobody to my face said anything like, I can't believe you're going back to work, you know? Um, but, but I said that to myself and I think, you know, we're sort of set up, um, in, in a way in the bigger cultural and societal picture that that's, uh, we should be able to do everything. Um, but we also should feel guilty about a lot of it. And so, um, so that I do remember that being difficult. And I, and I actually want to say to parents who have kids who are, are, you know, are older, and this has been something, you know, is some, it's something that you do and feel even as they grow. And, you know, it's, um, I actually just had this conversation. My, my sister is returning to a traditional job and her kids are, I just, I mean, next week. So it's really timely. And her kids are like uh, 16 and uh, 14. And, um, you know, I said it's that, you know, she'll notice the difference and that it's going to be hard. And even though, you know, she's worked non-traditionally and um, and her kids are older, the adjustment to working, uh, you know, a traditional job or career are very different um, right. than leaving your kids. And I'm sure that even though her kids are very self-sufficient and, you know, can do lots of things on their own that, um, that she'll still feel some of that. Um, because I, you know, like I said, I've been back to, I, I went back to work very quickly after having both my kids within um, a month with both of them. And, um, and, and, you know, that was, uh, respectfully 17 and, uh, 14 years ago. And I still, you know, still, I'm like, ah, if I wasn't working, I'd be able to do this. Right. Right. 
but I think when you have those conversations with yourself, you're not saying what you wouldn't be able to do if you weren't working. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, so, so over the past couple of months, what are some of the changes in, in that you've more settled into being at work again? What are some of those changes that you've noticed? Um, I think with balancing work life and mom life, um, and this has just come across to me in the last week or two. Um, but as I look back, I think if I had thought about this four months ago and like coined this term as I just said a week or two ago, it would have helped me. But, um, I think I'm learning to celebrate small victories. And with that, I mean, um, Clearly, I'm finding that I'm a visual person, or maybe I feel, okay, so let's see, an example. So yeah. if I'm at work and, um, I don't know, there's, there's paperwork all over my desk. At the end of the day, I make sure to clear the desk so when I return the next morning, that is a clean um, office, clean, and it's a fresh start, uh-huh. and I feel, like, prepared again and just, like, yeah. so even if what I'm doing isn't completed, gonna put it in a folder and put it away and not just go over my desk and feel unorganized when I walk in. Or at home, so silly, but last week I went to the grocery store, returned, organized the snack shelf. (laughs) I felt very sadly proud of this Um, because to me it looked so organized and, and it was accessible to grab a snack and we didn't have to look for something or just today clearing the dining room table and putting um, an autumn tablecloth on. If things yeah. look visually pleasing, I'm like, look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I love that in sharing that because I, I mean, it, that's so funny to me that you say that because last week I took the produce bin out of the refrigerator and scrubbed it down and cleaned it. And I, yes. I, I almost wanted to take a picture and put it on my social media because I was like, look at how good that looks. And we have two produce produce drawers in our refrigerator. I only did one, but still the one (laughs) felt, I felt like a million bucks. And I think that I'm so glad you bring this up because I think this is important for parents who are new in parents. I think it's important for parents who are new to returning to work. I think it's important for parents period is to to celebrate those small things like you said those small victories because they're still victories we don't have Mm -hmm. to you know sort of say well are they small are they medium are they large they're victories and let's celebrate those and and i'm going to go back to how that's related to your overall parenting is it puts one it puts you in a better mood number one and when you're in a better mood you're a better parent and number two it also shows for your child that um that that sets that example a model that we celebrate um you know we celebrate these moments in our lives yeah and it doesn't have to be huge so i love that yeah so my to-do list not everything is crossed off Right. My dining room table looks very inviting. (laughs) (laughs) And festive. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) At at least seasonal, right? So Kristen, we only have another minute or so left. What's one thing that you would really want to leave? Um, you know, you having this new experience and feeling like, okay, I'm I'm navigating this. What's one um sort of tip or skill or thing that you just want to make sure new parents, uh new parents who are back to work, um, starting out back to work here from you? 
Um, oh, I have like four, three, four things in my hand. I guess okay. I'm just gonna say whatever's coming to my head. Yeah, I think um, so a little bit what we've already touched on asking for help. So I think I want to say communicate your needs okay. um, because this um, nobody could have prepared me for how difficult this is or challenging this is, but wonderful and exciting and beautiful and all these positive things, but I had to figure it out on my own. Um, so when things get really hard, nobody knows if I'm struggling unless I say so. So communicate your needs. And if you need to, like I needed to yesterday, go to that massage, do it. Um, if those doesn't need to stay in there for another day, so what? Right. Um, so say, I just can't do this or I need help or I'm feeling better today. Um, but I think whoever your village people are, um, whether it's your partner or friends or, you know, parents, whoever it might be like speak up because yeah. they don't know what they're, you're experiencing unless you say so. Yeah. It also sounds like woven into that was also being able to say no. And that's a whole, we can do another podcast on that. Oh, one. you sure can. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I have not mastered that. No. So wait, the, that's, we could just, um, we could just kind of discuss it with, with the uh, emphasis that we really don't know how to do it. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing um, your new wisdom uh, that has come from your experience. And I'd love to have you back to talk about some other uh, parenting topics. And because of your expertise now, not only as um, a mental health professional and play therapist, but also as a new mom. Well, thank you for having me. I have to say, I don't necessarily feel like an expert <laughs> as a new mom um, because every day I'm learning and the moment I feel like I've got it, she changes it up. That's but, her job. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, take care, Kristen. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 